What up? What up? Fantasy football hustler back at you with fantasy news today. Joined here with the crew. We got Bogard Scott Free in here. We got TD from Fantasy Good Sports. What is going on, guys? Hey, what's going on, bro? bro? You know what I'm saying? We just try to we just try to survive in some leagues and other leagues were just total domination. Other ones were middle of the pack. You know what I mean? We're just getting in this week four action. Yeah, and not gonna lie, I'm in like 30 plus leagues, and there's a couple leagues where I'm 0 and 3 right now, and the injury bug got me. But that's why I play in so many leagues because you really can't. I mean, if you know a Reaper, and I do because I'm connected to Bogard, and Bogard's connected to a Reaper, like sometimes things happen. <laughs> the and Reaper those injuries. Separation with everyone. The fantasy Reaper is real. Yeah. So we got a lot of news today. We're not really going to touch too much on any piece of news. We'll just give some short takes because, yeah, we got a grip of stuff to talk about. So how about some non-injury news? Richard Sherman, free agent, just announced on his podcast too, like pretty balling on the Richard Sherman podcast, announced that he's signing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bogart, what are, you, what are your thoughts about that? And shout out to my boy Jazzy McFly. First thing he told me, he was like, I bet you – it's in there. He's gonna be like, "You mad, bro?" <laughs> but hey, am I in the matrix? No, you're good. Okay. No, and, uh, but uh, here's the thing: he's gonna be number two. Might even be number three. Marcus Murphy, Bunty, Mel Dean, uh, get healthy. Is because, bro, Richard Sherman is the guy who gets burned by big splash plays. That that's Richard Sherman days. He's a veteran presence on a team that's needy for, for corner. That's pretty much all. He's, he's a Stanford grad. He's a very brilliant individual. He's like, if I'm going to play the game, I'm going where I can get me a ring. Smart man. What do you think about uh, TD? What do you think about uh, Richard Sherman going over to the Bucks? I think it's a great move. I mean, he's a veteran. He's going to a place where they got a great pass rush where you don't have to cover nobody longer than three seconds. So if you ask Richard Sherman to run forward and, and he's playing off the cover three off that he came up in the Seattle, he's one of the best corners doing that. So he's not going to have to run with Tyreek Hill down the field. All they're going to ask him to do is come in on third down, play that boundary corner, the cover three, and just react to everything in front of him. Hell yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be solid. We already know that cornerback is one of their glaring weaknesses after their number two corner went out. Oh, yeah. You ain't lying. Okay. And then so um, just some quick news on the Ravens. Lamar Jackson held out of practice. They said he pretty much just got banged up on Sunday. So just seems like a veteran's uh, day of practice or veteran's rest at practice. And then Ravens officially activated Rashad Bateman and Miles Boykin. They need it. They need it badly. Yeah. Okay. So I got it. I got it. My spots. Ain't that right, Mimi? Yeah, we know Lamar Jackson is like a running back, guys. He needs a day off. That is true. And that offensive Yeah. So, you know, running backs, they don't practice like – Everybody else do in the NFL. So Lamar Jackson, that's why they came out with that game plan that they had where they didn't run the ball as much as they usually do because they, I feel like they felt like Lamar was a little bit beat up. So uh, they're just trying to give him a break and not use him too much in the 17, 18-week type uh, season that we have. Oh, yeah. 
There we go. And uh, Anna Nuna, sorry, um, we're not taking questions right now. I mean, if you want to mention anything about the news, feel free. We're going to be doing some start and sit uh, stuff a little bit later in the day. All right. Now, how about the Titans? I don't know if you guys have heard yet, but they might be down without their top two wide receivers, not just one. We already knew A.J. Brown wasn't going to be there. But now they're talking about how Julio, he didn't practice today and he's getting treatment on his leg. And the coach said his status for Sunday is up in the air. So, who, so first, I I'm a stickler for always going to Anthony Ferkser. I'm like, this is gonna, he's probably gonna be in the game plan. But these other receivers have been getting work, and like, but there's so many of them. Like, are any of them viable just based on volume alone? Like, is there's gonna be a guy? Like, was it? Yeah, Wiz, Raymond. Who else is there? Chester Rogers. Uh, there's West, uh, Westbrook or whatever his name is. I don't know if, I mean, one thing that we got to remember is that if your top two wide receivers are out, and let's just say Chester Rogers is the number one, that means he's going up against the number one cornerback on the squad, something he's not really used to going up against. So yeah. I know people want to chase the volume, but I would shy away from it. Okay. But it's the Jets, though, too, Hustle. So with the Jets, and you got Derrick Henry, whatever they do choose to throw is should be open because they should, like, lean on Derrick Henry if A.J. Brown and Julio is out. So I feel like Chester Rogers and Westbrook, if you did play them, you would be playing them for the touchdown upside, maybe not a bunch of targets. I mean, because they're not the worst against the tight end. You know, uh, Mar Marcus May – you know they're they're not too, uh, you know they're not too bad against the tight end. Yep, you have Mosey there too. That could, that's okay in coverage. You know what I'm saying? So maybe Ferks is not the look out there blocking because they're gonna stack the box. There's gonna be a guy out there. Maybe it's Westbrook because he's the big play guy, right? So like you said, if you're looking for TD, you gotta listen to what TD said. You know what I mean. And what if, I mean, there is a world that we live in that Henry goes for like 200-plus yards and they literally won't even need to throw the ball more than 10 times. So I think that it's going to be a huge work, Henry, game. You got him, get ready for a good game. I like that world. Let's live in that world. Oh, yeah. Now, how about let's switch it up. Um, we mentioned the Bucks, and I probably should have mentioned these guys right after that. So Scotty Miller going on the IR, Scotty Tuhati. Not really affecting their squad. But how about so Gronk's not practicing, Geo's not practicing, JPP not practicing. Uh, you think this is just a veteran's day of rest for Gronk and Geo? I know that uh, they both got banged up in the game. I think. Yeah. Go ahead, Bobar. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, TD. Yeah, I actually think Leonard Fournette, this is a Leonard Fournette game all day long because Geo is beat up. And I don't think um, Geo. I think they sit GL out this uh, week, and they use Leonard. So, um, yeah, they just resting these guys. They a little beat up. Um, that's about it. Just a little beat up. I was saying that yesterday. I actually think this is a Fortnite game, a Fortnite game as well. Shout out to my playing force game, right? But this dude, uh, uh, um, Tyler Johnson, also for DFS purposes, like everybody that plays. It might be a sleeper this week. When when Gronk when Gronk was out the game, yep, they were Tyler Johnson come off like an entire drive and a half got a TD. So when, you know he as like the fourth guy right, for the option, 
because there's no more Scotty Miller. But I'm just saying, like, it's a speculative uh, ad. If, like, if for some reason, some guys are missing the Bronx or in, like, on the COVID list, right? I couldn't hear the last thing you said. Um, so. AB is going to get uh, – he, he's coming back. They said he's going to be coming back to practice. It was already the uh, – because he was vaccinated. So it's not that 10-day thing. It's really just the amount of negative tests in the short amount of time. Okay. And uh, so, Taco, why don't you chime in here on the bucks? We're getting an echo from somebody right now. Taco. I, I just unmuted. Uh... Oh, okay. So it wasn't Taco. Is that me? I don't hear the echo now. Yeah. I think we're good. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Um, so, so the Bucks game? Yeah, so Gronk, Geo, JPP are not practicing, and Scotty Miller um, just got put on IR. I think they'll be fine. I think Gronk is going to be someone that you're going to see that always performs in games. He doesn't really even need to practice. But it seems more like just a maintenance thing. Um, as long as you got Godwin and Evans, everything's going to be fine. I think my biggest question is what's going to happen with um, the running back over there, Giovanni Bernard. Like how how hurt is he and how long is he going to be out? Because that pass catching role now and those targets will go to more than likely Leonard Fournette, which you know from what you guys are saying will be a boost to his value and I think will make him a nice play um, over these next couple of weeks, depending on what kind of injury this really is. Can hear you. you're a little bit in the matrix, but Gio, I got so excited watching him last week because he's the exact type of running back that they need. They need that pass catching running back, and he got double digit targets, nine receptions. He was just looking money out there. Yeah, he's a negative game script type of uh, player, and Gio always been that. So, but by him being out, the only pass catching running back is Leonard. So. If Gio's not there, do you know Leonard value? He's going to get 15 touches easily. So I feel like Leonard Fournette is to play if Gio don't play uh, this week. Yep, agreed. All right, Taco, we'll let you chime in on your Giants. No Sterling Shepard, no Darius Slayton at practice. You think they're both going to miss this week? Um, well, they also have no wins. So. Um, it's going to be really difficult to see if they're able to pull it out. I think this week we have a much tougher matchup. But let me just pull up the game sheet. I don't have everyone set up yet. So hold on one second. Let me pull up these matchups. Boom. So it's the Giants versus the Saints. We got no shot in hell. <laughs> this thing's defense has been looking legit. And... Uh, if Jameis Winston can start to figure it out, I, I think it's going to be big for him. We just lost Blake Martinez. We're going to be down some offensive weapons. I think it's really going to be a game where you're going to have to unleash Saquon and Kadarius Tony's going to have to make an impact. So if you're telling me those are the odds, more than likely we're not going to win this one. But um, it's an opportunity for some guys to you know show up and show out, as they say. Yeah, Saquon, Saquon's yeah. going for 20-plus touches in this game, right? What's up? I said Saquon's gone for 20-plus touches in this game, right? I'd say 20-plus. I mean, what did, what, what did he get last week? 13? Seems like more than that. Let me, oh, let me, let me, let me double-check that real quick. 
he got 16 carries and he got uh, six receptions. So he was over 20 last week, got 22. Yeah, I think he's I think he's a lock for 20 every time now. Just like we wanted. Yeah, if he's getting those six, seven receptions every game, I mean, in this game, I mean, with the Saints and their pat, I mean, um, their run stopping ability, you can throw on them a little bit easier than you can run on them. Hopefully, they just give him, you know, double digit targets in this game. That's something that we really want to see. All right, and then T, then TD, uh, the echo, I believe, is coming coming from you. Just an FYI. So I put you on mute right now, but you can unmute it whenever. All right. How about on uh, Curtis Samuel? So Washington coming back to practice finally, but we still got no Fitzpatrick. It's going to be Heineke. I'm excited to see him come back, but I don't know what he's going to do right away with Heineke. You know, I contemplated, like, just outright cutting him when I needed space, like, to put someone else in the IR and, like, or to take him out to make a move. These are redraft leagues, obviously, because I'm like, yo, what, like, Curtis Samuel, I mean, we definitely got to see it first, and I don't know if I could hold on that much longer. I do think this actually benefits Heineke. I actually picked him up to back up uh, my Brady in that Degeneration X League. Uh, I picked him up this morning because I got to thinking, I'm like, hey, with Curtis Samuel coming back, Taylor Heineke is actually doing it for fantasy purposes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, he could be interesting. It really depends. Like, you don't go out and sign a guy if you don't have an idea of how you plan on using him or how he fits into your offense. Well, well, how about this? He played in this offense. He was drafted by this regime with Ron Mm -hmm. Rivera and Scott Turner, Mm -hmm. right? So, and the way they used him in Carolina, they, they didn't really use them like, you know, uh, Joe Brady did, like, because, you know, how, how, or how uh, Ohio State used, or what was he, did he go to Ohio State? Yeah, because Curtis Samuel was like a, like a gadget guy, but the way they used him in Carolina with Scott Turner was just a field stretcher, splash down the field guy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and- he'll be. Yeah, and I think he had a, a lot of hype coming off of last season with the Panthers where they really started using him. And uh, you can see he's an athletic monster that, you know, when you give him touches, he's going to produce results. Just get him in uh, situations where he can get that yak, and I think he'll be all right. Yep. So I'm curious to see if they're going to be using him out of the backfield. You know, I mean, obviously they're going to be using him in the slot and little dink and dunk type stuff to try to get that yak, but – yeah, if he starts getting any kind of like goal line work like he was getting last year, you know, in Carolina, like that just upped his value so much. I mean, getting those red zone um, rushes that he ended up getting in there for a touchdown. I, I hope he does it because that's going to be annoying for all us Gibson guys out there. And I know. I'm saying, though, when, back when they had – back when they were in Carolina together and they had Kyle Allen, they were, they were trying to throw him down the field, even with Cam. Like they, he had a couple carries out of the backfield when Cam Newton was around, but it was like you know maybe some some end around some jet sweeps, but like it's that's something I'm not banking on. That's why I almost feel like he's really just gonna benefit Heineke. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, I don't think I'm until I see it and I and I then I, I reserve the right to change my opinion. But I, I just feel like he's like a WR four on on a week to week basis. Yep. I agree. Unless someone gets hurt or they show that he's going to become a number two option, I think you have to play it safe 
uh, just because it's so, you know, scary. Like like Sermon last week, that you're, you were shooting blind with that one. You were assuming workload and you were hoping production, but, you know, you were just lucky he fell into a touchdown because he had, what, 30 yards rushing, I think, in that game, 10 for 30? Yep. Yeah, he wouldn't have got that touchdown. Everyone would have been really pissed. Right, exactly. All right, let's switch it up to the Dolphins here. So Will Fuller, doing those Will Fuller things, he got banged up at the end of the game in OT. And, uh, yeah, he's not practicing today. I I don't even want to mess with Will Fuller. Like, he's going to be a lot of stress all year. If I got him in a redraft league, which Mm -hmm. I do, I'm just keeping him on the bench for at least a game or two. Yeah, or or try to package him in a deal where maybe you can get an upgrade uh, somewhere down the line where, you know, you do a two-for-one and get a roster spot and upgrade a position. That's something that I like to do in some cases, uh, you know, try to find some guys that are hiring them because when Will Fuller's healthy and if you had Will Will Bill Fuller last year, you know he was a beast. You know, he puts up numbers, but in this offense with the where they're He's a beast when he's on steroids. Hey. You know that that's a little asterisk, as they say. You know we don't. If we never know who's on what. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. All right, just tell tell Belichick about some cheating stuff that he's done. He don't care. It's all Tracks. the dog. And Stephen, yeah. oh man, you're freaking insane. I'm not even putting your comment up here. Hopefully, <laughs> nobody thinks that you're serious. Stephen's comments are the best. No, 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 no. This is this is one I don't even want to mention. Okay, it's not it's not bad. It's a, it's a, it's fake injury news. He's just messing with us, trying to get me to read it blindly. <laughs> All right, Taco. We got we got some more news out of New York. This one is going to be um, for the Jet side of things. Jamison Crowder, supposedly, according to the coaches, he should be ready for this Sunday. But now, Elijah Moore and Jeff Smith are in concussion protocol. Oh, wow. I mean, I, I think that this is the game where you're hoping that Corey Davis really comes back. Um, with the backfield, they – had Coleman, who was out last week due to injury, so he came down to two running backs. And between Ty Johnson and Carter, Carter finally starting to look like he's pulling away as far as at least touches and involvement is concerned. So I think that's something definitely to keep your eye on. And it might be a game where he might get more work in the passing game because they are down those receivers on the outside. But I think Crowder steps into a situation where he can be relevant. It just comes down to... Can Zach Wilson make throws without making interceptions? Can he get enough plays, you know, in a row to to give a guy, you know, some relevancy? Week one, Davis was great, but everyone else other than that really wasn't. All right, you guys ready for this? I'm calling. I'm calling the Michael Carter breakout game. Ooh, it is going to be not Ooh. this week, but next week when they play the Falcons. Okay. I like it. And oh, uh-oh, let me see. Wait. Tevin Coleman's hurt. Ty Johnson ain't nothing. Maybe it did take the fourth round rookie who doesn't have, you know, true draft capital. Fourth round. It's that's how long it's gonna take him to come around. They're making him earn it. Yep. Yep. And it's and also a situation. Really, really quick. Hold on. Hold on. Really quick. Are they playing in London? Because it says six thirty. Um, and no- I think, I think the the Falcons game is in London. I'm pretty sure. I am okay. pretty sure. So that that may mess with my Michael Carter breakout game, or they could have really bad jet lag, and he just goes off extra versus the well, Falcons. Jet listen, lag with the Jets. 
Yeah. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. The funky, <laughs> the funky shit is always happens uh, in London. Like, you know, there's the, the bio. What do they call biorhythms? <laughs> yep. The biorhythms are off. It's the, bloody, the bloody biorhythms in London, blow. <laughs> it's the food. <laughs> <laughs> TD with pies and shepherd pies and all that stuff. It, it, it fucks with them. I like T- shepherd pie. TD, okay. what do you think? What do you think about these Jets? So Jamison Crowder, supposedly he's going to play this week. Said he should be good to go. But Elijah Moore and Jeff Smith are now in concussion protocol. Uh, I guess Michael Carter and Corey Davis. I like. I, I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at Jamison Crowder, but it's also like. What, what happened to the legend of Denzel Mims? He's just been a healthy scratch. Does, do they activate him for the game? He's that been- is interesting. I'm, we're trying to figure out exactly why he's being scratched. Like, is it is it that he doesn't know the playbook? Is it that he's he's not, not a team guy? Is it that he's just not fully healthy? But they say he's healthy scratches, so... Denzel I mean, Mims he, is... is a- wasn't a sec- he shouldn't have been a second-round pick last year. He's definitely a project. So and so and he went to a smaller school. So maybe like, you know, maybe his learning curve is like way behind. There's like, listen, bro, you you don't know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know anything about the Jets coaching staff, but just from the product that I see getting put on the field, year after year, I, I'm just gonna go out on the limb and say that the Jets coaches aren't really great at uh, bringing up talent or improving the talent that they're getting. Well, 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 Denzel Mims is from the old regime. He was from the Adam Gaze regime, because right. I know a thing or two about these coaches because they came from my Niners. It's right. It's obviously Robert Sala, but it's Mike LaFleur just trying to do his best Shanahan impersonation. And that's, you know, it's not going, it's just not looking good right now. You know what I mean? Plus, here's what's, here's another thing I want to highlight is like, we got to remember, it's not just a rookie QB at the helm. It's a rookie head coach too. Like they're all trying to figure this thing out. And it, and it was the Jets to begin with. It was a bad team. So this is probably like us, like two seasons away before we're like, you know, looking at Elijah Moore if he's still there or, or anybody there. You know what I mean? Yep. The damn Jets. All right. And then Vanessa, what up? She said, uh, "Did I miss any news about Elijah Mitchell, Dalvin Cook, or Deontay Johnson?" Nope. There's not to, um, at least nothing yet about Elijah Mitchell. The Wednesday practice, it's really not that important. Thursday and Friday are going to be super, super important. <laughs> For Mitchell, sorry, yeah. and then and then Cook. We don't know anything as of now. Deontay Johnson. We're going to talk about him in a few. And actually, you know what? Let's just jump into the Steelers right now. So Big Ben, Juju, not at practice, but Deontay Johnson was limited at practice. So it's looking a lot nicer on Wednesday than it was on Monday when they said he was a long shot to play this week. Yeah, I mean, it's, but see, here's the thing when they. Limited is so vague, you know. I mean, they're they're giving they're literally giving us limited information. He could have just been like running on uh, on the side of the field by himself, and then that's limited practice. You know what I mean? So, I think that I think if it was something like that where he was literally just running on the sideline, they do mention that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, we don't know much. Limited at practice is all we know. So at least he wasn't out. That's better than being out. Yeah, because that that does put him on pace. So we like that a lot. You, you know, if I'm that coaching staff. I, I, I look at those situations and I say, is it is it rushing the guy back? Do I how quickly do I need him back? Like Deontay Johnson, it feels like they're gonna need him 
So he might force his way into that lineup. But some of these other guys like Dalvin Cook, especially with them winning last week and Matt and Madison looking so good, do you necessarily like say, hey, you know what? You still feel a little something? Let's, let's give you an extra week and let's just They're make sure everything is good. Or he comes back to a, the a big game. Yeah, they play. They played the Seahawks last week, and uh, I mean, even we talked about it on one of the shows where last year when Madison came in to spell uh, Cook after he got hurt, he destroyed the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. He hasn't really destroyed anyone else other than the Seahawks in his career. Um, I, at least I'm not he'll mistaken. Be, he'll be better. Watch this week. Last week, like I said, uh, or last year, I believe that he was dealing with some sort of injury as well. Um, that's kind of what hampered some of his production when he did take over for Dalvin Cook. But I look at it as a situation where Alexander Madison, I, I, I like I like his opportunity if he plays. And let's see what they do with Cook because if you have two guys like that, maybe they start going the way of the Dallas Cowboys and you start seeing him involved more in order to keep Cook fresh and healthy for the playoffs. Let me get some context behind the teams that he's played, and then we'll let TD jump in here on it. So Seattle Seahawks. As of right now, they've given up the most points to the running back out of any team, okay? I mean, they did play Derrick Henry, who, like, completely got off against him. So that is, you know, raising the scales a little bit. Now, the Browns, they've given up the third fewest points to running backs on the season. So matchups make a difference. That, that's all I'm saying. All right, all right. So then, then let's take it to the next level then. Who did the – who did the Browns face in their matchup? Did they face anyone of that particular caliber? Because I know they faced the Chiefs, but CEH really isn't a runner. They faced the Texans, who are really kind of scrubby. That, and- well, you know what's funny is out of the three teams that they faced, the Texans did the best on them, running out of everybody. So, so that's a little wild. They held down Montgomery um, this past week. And well, then again, uh, the Bears, are, like, they're horrible. Their whole game plan was written on the bathroom stall. Like, the dude went in and he just knew everything that this guy was doing. Like, nine sacks? Like, how do you get nine sacks? So, I, I don't know about that. It's still way too early for those kind of, um, you know, assertions. We still need a little bit more contact. But I do agree. You know, Seahawks aren't the best first to run. But, you know, let's give Alex a little bit of credit here. The dude looked good. He looked solid in his games. And he might be a player. TD, what do you think about Alexander Madison uh, if he had to play this week? You got no. If you got Dalvin Cook or you need Alexander Madison, you have to play him. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I was wrong last week telling everyone to sit him, and really, when we went back and we saw the Seattle Seahawks, you know, lineup of last year when they went up against him, that should have been all I needed to say. All right, Seahawks are trash against uh, the run. Let's fire them up. That's my that's my fault. All right, that's my fault. I admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> Let's see this. Damn, you know what sucks is that one league I'm facing a guy that has Madison. So I'm like deep down. I'm like I want Cook to come back, so this way I don't have to deal with Madison. But now I kind of just want Madison to ball out so I can be like, bruh, <laughs> told you. Yeah, I don't think this is gonna be the week. I mean, he might. I put him as a sit on my. Uh, I put him as a sit on the starts and sits. I mean, assuming. That Cook didn't play. Flex-worthy guy. That's what I think. Going up against the Browns, I just feel like flex-worthy at best. You know, maybe he scrapes inside the top 20. But I don't think it's going to be like what it was last week. I don't know. The Houston Texans had the best rushing attack versus them. With a team like this, I don't know. And they got guys out wide. They're not going to have Tyrod Taylor. It could be a blowout early so he gets volume late. 
game flow does kind of lean towards him having an opportunity to have a decent game and workload. We shall see. And one thing that I did say on the video is if he gets the workload that he got last week, you know, 20, 20 plus touches, something like that, he should be all good in the hood. But I don't know if we can bank on 20 plus touches for Alexander Madison. It it depends on Cook. Because I think if Cook comes back, they could maybe even do it where they're 50-50 for the first week or something like that to let him get acclimated. We don't know how hurt or what situation is. If Cook comes back, he gets all of it. Because if not, if he's not ready to come back, then it is, they have Madison. Why would you bring back a guy who's like, okay, I agree with that. okay to go, but I'll split. And then you still run the same risk for re-aggravation. I agree with that. Yeah, you really don't want – I mean, especially like Vikings. I mean, I mean, maybe before the first couple games, they had Super Bowl aspirations and going deep into the playoffs. So you already know if they, if they can, they're going to sit a guy like Cook. This is a tough matchup, though, for sure. Yeah. Just for the running back in general, right? Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. All right. Uh, oh, Bogart, get you in on this one. So Kittle missed practice today, but the coach said that he is uh, that he should be good to go. I think it's more of like a veteran's uh, day of rest for him. But he's been banged up this entire season. Like we already know, he plays banged up. I mean, he got dis- he got absolutely destroyed on a play that he wasn't even done. Y'all see that? It was like at the end of the game, there was like. There was like three defenders that fell and toppled over him. And, just and probably him. fell. In, if I was a lineman and I had a chance to fall on George Kittle, I would just figure out how to do it. Yeah. like And so it was like one guy one guy uh, uh, crashes into him. Another guy hits him from the back. And the third guy just topples over him flies on the ground. It was like, yeah. Trey, Trey, be quiet, son. Not not looking good out there. That's all I can say for Kittle. This week he finally looked good, but he's getting banged up. I mean, it's really that uh I mean, he's kind of like the new Gronk. Like when it when he catches the ball, whoever is coming at him is trying to destroy him and lay as much wood on him as they can. Because if they don't, Kittle's gonna win that heads up battle. Yeah. I mean, this is what makes me mad, is because it makes me feel like they know. Even, even though he's big, he's still fragile. When the game's on the line, they're like, all right, now it's time to go to Kittle. Because you just throw it to him short, he fights everybody for whatever yep. yardage he needs. You know what I mean? And it's like you would think theoretically, hey, let's do that every play, but that's not going to last. You know what I mean? Shout out to Vanessa. Thanks for the super chat. Appreciate you. And hey. she asked, do I drop Cephas for Hubbard? I need a backup running back. Yes, do, do it. it right now. 
Do it like put, yesterday. Put a comment in here just when we know that it went through so we know that you're good to go. But, yeah, do that right now. Here's the bag. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, for the Colts. We did it. Three for three. There you go. Yeah. For the Colts. No Darius Leonard at practice. No Quentin Nelson at practice. Um, Darius Leonard, I mean, they had they had some backups, you know, last year. I mean, Alexander um, – they're not Alexander. Anthony Walker, who moved over to uh, the Cleveland Browns and got hurt. I mean, he was the backup who, when Leonard was hurt, he came in and was balling. He's not there anymore. I don't even know who their backups are. And we already know if Quentin Nelson misses, that's going to be nothing nice. And Jonathan Taylor was limited at practice today too so they said that it's nothing um that it's nothing serious so i think it's more just get him a little bit of rest on wednesday but colts are banged up from top to bottom it is not looking good for them and wins curse he is the reaper he is the reaper manifesting onto the onto the football field everyone around him gets it it's Everybody. weird, man. I, I didn't know injuries were contagious, but as soon as he got over there, it was like the injuries just kept piling up. That's <laughs> what he does. How about some Thursday night predictions? All right. So the news, um, the news out of Cincinnati, no Jesse Bates and no T. Higgins. So one thing that kind of sucks, I had Cincinnati as like probably my number one streamer on the week. It was really them and Tennessee. Because of the matchups, Jesse Bates makes a huge difference on that, and I don't think, I, I don't think the Jags are going to tear him up just because he's not there. But I know he's one of the cornerstones of that defensive uh, back core. What do you think, TD? Um, Jesse Bates and T Higgins, they're going to make a difference at all. And then, uh, what is your prediction for Thursday? So um, Jesse Bates, even though he's vital to that defense, it's not going to make a difference because Jaguars is just not that good. But it is the NFL, so anything can happen. But uh, T. Higgins being out, I'm saying Chase all day long. Um, actually, Chase is having a quiet type of uh, rookie-breaking type season. Like, he's had a touchdown in every game. So if I think he can stay on this trajectory, especially going against the Jaguars that has no E.J. Henderson. So uh, I say play Chase, and they still win the game, and I'm still streaming that defense. And don't forget, it's T.J. Henderson. Oh, T.J., okay. <laughs> his name, his name's really C.J., but I call him T.J. Henderson because of the smart guy. We're all amongst the same age group, so I know you guys will get the reference. I don't know how many, how many people watching will get the reference. But uh, shout-out to everyone on Facebook. We had a bunch of people just started watching on Facebook. Do us a favor. We're streaming on three YouTube channels right now, so make sure you hop over there and subscribe. Mine's the Fantasy Football Hustler. Bogart's the GMM Network. And then TD is Fantasy Good Sports. So go subscribe to all three YouTube channels. They're way more lit than Facebook. Trust me. Like if you put comments on Facebook, it doesn't come through right away. Facebook's just real finicky with stuff. So hop over to YouTube. Show some love. Hey, yo, I just thought it was this crazy. The brother, the the brother's homie in that show. Mo. What was his name? Mo? It's Mo, yeah. That's his name in the in the show. It's Cuba Gooding Jr.'s younger brother. Wasn't he in Baby Boy? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the one. Stop being such a little bitch, Jody. <laughs> yes. I just realized that right now. That's how we're crazy. And he was thugged out in. Uh, he was so thugged out in uh, in Baby Boy. And then you go see him on Smart Guy. 
as just a goofy, like teddy bear, like type guy, like just making jokes and trying to get at the sister, you know. And um, that was about that was about it. That show was awesome, though. And you know what was great too? So we'll we'll switch on this before we get into the last Thursday talk. But yeah, if you guys haven't seen the Smart Guy, go check it out on Disney Plus. A classic, classic show. So um, dang it, what is it? What is his name? The the brother. Um, I cannot think of his name off the top of my head. Hold on one second. Oh no, Alfie was from my brother and me. That's another throwback joint. There we go. Jason Weaver. It was on the tip of my tongue. I couldn't think of it. So Jason Weaver, <clears throat> crazy, played Michael Jackson when he was younger. Then he um then he sings the song for the Lion King. Yeah, and I don't even think anybody knew that for the longest time. They're like, damn, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, he's got some vocal skills. Yeah. But no, they signed him on just to sing the song, and that was it. A little bit weird, and he did say that Jonathan Taylor Thomas had the role before he actually got there, but I thought it was a little weird. You know, I mean, we're talking about Africa. You know, that's where the whole thing takes place. I think Whoopi Goldberg and, um, and dang, was it Forrest Whitaker? James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones, that's who it was. I think those were the only black people in the actual movie. Darth Vader, bro. Darth Vader was (laughs) Mufasa, bro. Yeah. King Oh that yeah, such a classic. Yeah, and so I think it was Disney kind of getting back to him. Um, they didn't screw him over. I think he got like uh, they made him a deal where they were going to give him like two mil up front, and his mom was like, "Nah, we're just going to get the royalties. We want the yeah." And so he said, still to this day, that is one of the best checks that he gets every single year. So shout out to his moms, who was a smart businesswoman. Hey man, that is really. Smart because some people that haven't had much, you told them a lot, and they want the wherewithal to see down the road and know that this is Disney, bro. This is the Lion King. You know what I mean? Oh, but- yeah. So let's hop back into Thursday. Bogart, what do you think about Thursday? You think T. Higgins is going to make a difference being out? What, what are your thoughts? Who's going to win? Who's going to win that game? Is it even going to be close? I'm. I just wanted to be man. Hit the drop. I wanted to be a Sir Joe Mix a Lot game. You know what I'm saying? He likes touchdowns and he can't be lie. This should be a good running game. Should be a good running game. I I mean, you could even run on the, on the Bengals lightweight, right? What are the Bengals giving up right now? Oh no, the Bengals are giving up like yards on the ground, huh? Hold on. I'll tell you right now. So right now that they're, they're a little bit on the upper side, you know, of being uh, really solid against the running backs. They're um, they're giving up the 12th fewest uh, points to running backs. So they're like, so they're around like 20th. uh, 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 What does it say? No, they're around uh, 10th against the run. Or maybe 12. They're 12th against the run. You didn't say that. Okay. Um, Against uh, points given up to the running back. So not yards or anything, but just points giving up to the running back. They've given up um, 13, 26, and a 16 performance. So they haven't given up a top 10 performance to a running back yet. On a short week, I expect both these running backs to run. I like James, too. Like, he's getting the workload now. They're not fooling around with this Carlos Hyde bullshit. I, I really like I like the outlook for James Robinson. And if anyone's scared, move him now or, or wait till this game and he has a big game and you move him because then that's two back two games back to back where he actually 
And, and here's the thing, too. When he ate, coming out of that second half, he, first half against Arizona, he didn't do nothing. James Robinson comes out the second half, and they're winning that game at, at one point. So they were using him while they were winning. You know what I mean? And then he piled up a bunch of receptions when they were losing. I feel like we're going to see a couple lead changes here. So we're, we're going to get some receptions out of James Robinson, too. You know what I mean? But uh, I do like Chase a whole lot and Tyler Boyd a lot. I think Ch- Tyler Boyd probably has a safer floor. Um, I always just worry about receivers in general when they're not like must start. They're like, you know, like, you know, WR2s. I just I always worry about them on, on, on Thursday nights, on short weeks. It's usually running, it's usually favors the running backs on a short. And thing with the Jags, they're, I mean, it doesn't matter how you attack them. They're giving up points through the air. They're giving up points on the ground. Literally doesn't matter. So I'm, I'm curious to see how they attack them and what's going to happen if they go up early. Man, come on, hit the drop, bro. Sergio mix a lot, bro. Yeah, he needs to ball out this week. Like, if there's a week that you need to ball out, it's being at home on a Thursday night going up against the Jags who've been giving it up. Oh, Taco. What do, you, what do you think about this Thursday game? And chime in on some James Robinson because we know a lot of people uh, roster him out there. Um, I actually have an interesting James Robinson uh, trade. So um, in one of my big leagues, uh, my boy just traded um, Hollywood Brown. Hey, 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 hey. Marquise. <laughs> Especially after his three drops. He ain't box office, bro. You already know that. Or call him Hollywood Florida Brown. Then, then that's okay. That's his full name. <laughs> so him and Gaskin, James Robinson and Conklin. So I was like, that that that's like, but like to me, just kind of shows like both sides of like guys like Gaskins and guys like Robinson are feeling on shaky ground. Wait, wait, wait. And what was the trade again? So it's Miles Gaskins and Hollywood Brown for um uh what's his face? Uh, you said James Conklin Robinson and Conklin. And Conklin, Conklin tight end from the, the Vikings. I mean, to, he's just giving up Robinson, but I'd rather have Rob, Rob the best player in that trade to me. Yep. Especially right now. I mean, it, it looked real shaky in the first couple weeks, but last week, it, if they're smart and they were actually in the game, Robinson needs to be one of their main dudes on running, receptions, everything. It's a Daryl Bevel offense, man. This is what he wants to do. They want to run the ball and they have James Robinson. I think that's where him and uh him and uh what's his name? Urban Meyer were, were bumping heads early because like they have you know, you look at Urban Meyer he wants to spread everyone out, spread offense, you know what I mean? High high flying type shit. And so that also opens up the run game. Meanwhile, you know. Daryl Belvin wants to power run that thing. <laughs> is Trevor, I mean, I guess if they switch to, you know, not spreading the ball out so much and not deploying four and five wide receivers, you know, as much, is he actually going to break that interception record if they go back to a little bit more conservative? It was looking like he was going to be in the 30-30, you know, club. I, I'd, say, I'd say he throws about 16 or 17 this year. At I, least. At the yeah, least. <laughs> I, I think – for I think he's good for every touch, every interception he throws, he's throwing a touchdown. That's I'm saying that. So if he's if he has he he might not go thirty for thirty, he might go like twenty for twenty. You know? He's gonna be the new age Jameis Winston for this year. I right, listen, he, he's carving his own path. You know what I mean? Okay. So as, well, of, as of right as of right now, 
so each game he's thrown at least double digit interceptions. So week one, he threw three interceptions and then week two, two interceptions. And then week three, three interceptions. So let me see what he's on pace for as of right now. Nine. Oh, he's on pace for, he's going over. He's going right right now. He's on pace. I'm going to round it up. Okay. So right now he's on pace for 40 interceptions. I I was going to say it was well over 30. Oh yeah. You know what? We're giving him 27 passing TDs and 27 picks. Let's go. Let's see how many interceptions does or how many touchdowns does he have just for the context? So he's got five touchdowns as of right now, seven interceptions. Yeah, let's go. We're on pace. Go. <laughs> all right. We got through all the news. Let me see if anything new came in before we get up out of here. Oh, what's up with Chris Carson? Let me know. I've been looking right now. So James Robin, I mean uh, James White expected to uh, to miss the entire season. With what? that injury. So, if you got James White, might as well drop him now. Oh, no. Who do we think? Okay, now that brings up a good point. So, James Taylor. White is out. Taylor. Okay, hey. Bogey, you say – I'm saying I'm saying uh, Brandon Bolden because of the pass work. But let's just round robin it real quick. Let's take Dame out of it because we know he's already rostered everywhere. But out of J.J. Taylor, Brandon Bolden, Ramondre Stevenson – are you targeting anyone on waivers? And if so, who would be the one player you're targeting? TD, let's start with you and we'll round robin it. Uh, Brandon Bolden, because I've seen it. That's the only reason why. Here's the thing with Brandon Bolden. Brandon Bolden will always be active in the game on the active roster because he plays special teams. So when something happened to their player in game action, this guy immediately jumps in. Same thing we've seen it with Elijah Mitchells of the world. Whenever the guy goes in, the active guy who's on special teams is gonna is gonna kick in if he's a running back too. You know what I mean? So now here's what here's what's dope about that too. If you play in a league with IDP, you get those special teams tackles that mm-hmm. he gets. So for anyone who played in just a standard league, I mean, I think he got like three points or something like that. It wasn't anything. But if you play in a league where you get those IDP points, I mean, I think well in the the leagues that I play in with IDP one two three. He had 13 points. Brandon Bolden? Yeah. See, I like J.J. Taylor. They're playing the Bucks. Like, if we're going to talk about this week, you know what I'm saying? I like the – they're playing the Bucks. You know, uh, uh, what's his name? D- Damian Harris, he's going to be running into a brick wall all day. They're going to need the, – the, the James White role, the guy who was v- being vetted to be James White's predecessor is J.J. Taylor. You know what I mean? I mean, and what's crazy, too, is, like, they were taking shot. He They were – he was taking shots down the field to him in preseason. Y'all remember that? Like the first thing, yeah. like oh, right outside of it was like two weeks in a row. It was right outside of his fingertips. But it was like was it was it Cam though, or was it Jones? No, it was Jones. Okay, you know what I mean. So this is why I'm pointing this out because while they're going hurry up, it was him. He just put up 300 yards uh, against against a funnel defense last week. A funnel defense. In the Saints, because their secondary was asked, they gave up 300 yards passing to Mac Jones. You know, here's Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's secondary isn't good. I mean, their safeties are great, but their corners are shot right now. So he might be able to dink his dunk his way to 300 yards for real. You know what I mean? It took him 50 attempts, but like I'm saying, if he's going to be passing the ball 50 times, which I think he is, these guys are going to eat. 
JJ Taylor's gonna be one of them. And then obviously J- Jacoby Myers, my baloney, has a first name. He's gonna get hella. Well, I mean, here's the one thing that I'm going to say about this is that when we looked at it in, in that game where they were playing from behind, they they really had to shy away from Harris because he wasn't able to do much as far as pass protection was concerned. And they leaned on Brandon Bolden as being that guy because he was able to pick that up. He played over Taylor, which gives me an inkling that Bolden might be the guy to start with, and we know how stubborn Bill could be. He could be like, you're sucking, but you know what? You pick up that blitz good, so you know what? You're going to be he was, He's a special teams guy. That's why he was there. Mm-hmm. In that moment, he's But Taylor one. was on the active roster but last he, week. Okay. And he played you, over him. You're a rookie. When everything goes to shit mid-game, that's your adjustment? No. He's like, I'm going to get my savvy veteran guy to fill in for the rest of the game. Now, all week of game planning, we might – listen, would y'all be surprised if they come out and it's Ramondre Stevenson this week? No, he wouldn't be because nope. of Belichick. They have Bellatrix, as some people might call him. You know? Excellent. This is why I said early, you, you cannot bank on – But that's why I said I, I'm looking at how – the Buccaneers are going to attack Mac Jones is with that pass rush, and that ball is going to come out quick, and it's gonna, and all the built-in hot reads are going to be the James White role and Jaco- the, the the Julian Edelman role. But now these days it's Jacoby Myers, and it's going to be JJ Taylor. And I fully expect everyone to tell me I was wrong if it doesn't go down that way. But that's how I see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm going Bolden. I picked up Bolden over Taylor slightly. I'm probably going to pick up both of them because I don't know what Bill's going to do. I like to be safe. I'm sorry. Next week, right? Go grab one right now. Show me that you've had it. Shit, I man. actually just did because I, I have Jimmy. There you go. That, that's what I'm saying because it, we're, we all have our own opinions, but when you see the yeah. activity that, oh, no, this is what you're actually doing, I respect that. You know what I mean? Because that's how I feel. I'm telling people. Go get JJ Taylor because I've been holding on to JJ Taylor, bro. And JJ Taylor looked good. I I picked up Malcolm Brown also on on the. Um, that's how ugly, that's how ugly it is. When we're talking picking up Malcolm Browns and JJ Taylor's hella early. Yeah, we was early on them. Like, that's how yeah. ugly our situations were there. In week four, in week four, we got a deep dive for guys like that. But remember this: our pain they, is your profit. Guys, the rest of the year though, that's why we have. But, th- but think about this, Bogey. Our pain is their profit. These people will see us going through these situations and be like, well, at the very least, I can get this guy. Oh man, I can try to get that guy. It's called it's called you want you want to know what that is? I coined I coined this phrase uh, like uh I think like the first year I started playing fantasy. It's mm-hmm. called it's called fantasy row, and we all live on fantasy row. But row is an acronym, W-R-O-E, the fantasy wide range of emotions. And yeah. we don't live on Fantasy Row. Yeah. That, that could be a whole show for real. Oh, yeah. And just let everybody uh, let out their emotions because we know how emotional people get. And uh, I'm not going to lie. One thing that is crazy is how emotional people get during the games, like when it's the first quarter. First quarter is <laughs> not even over. And, like, their opponent just happened to, you know, play somebody who threw up two TDs or something, you know, on their on their team within the first quarter. and. Their team hasn't done shit, you know. Like that's when the emotions really start coming out. I'm all about the positive vibe. Everyone who starts freaking out real early, I say, if you freak out right now, you're gonna lose. So you better just switch it around and be positive, and you might have a shot to win. I was just, I, I was just telling myself, raise the morale. 
I, I am the complete opposite of both of you guys. I employ the reverse jinx. I employ it early. I employ it often. I employ it annoyingly. I use it in, in group chats. I will let him know how you're He comes on the show, starts trying to reverse jinx everything. Yeah, exactly, bro. And, and it worked. It's worked. I swear to God, it's worked. <laughs> people hate me for it, too. Oh, does it piss people off? This? They're like, no, fight back. I'm like, oh, man, why are you going to win? <laughs> see, the reverse jinx is an art form because any good analyst can see any situation and look at it both ways. Like, for example, let's talk about J.J. Taylor again. You, I just explained how I view J.J. Taylor, but yeah. I can easily see why someone would say, no, it's not J.J. Taylor. Oh, he's a rookie. Or, you know, um, he, he didn't get in. When, when uh, James White went down, they sent in Brandon mm-hmm. Bolden. Like, there's all these different arguments. You got to view both sides. So if you're ever trying to reverse jinx it, you know how to do it well. You know mm-hmm. And you know who's someone also that's interesting that might be coming off the IR is Nikhil Harry, who actually had a little no, bit of No, no, no. Yeah, man. I don't know if this is a reverse. He jinx. said, guess who's back? It's not. Back again. He's on my IR. Harry's back. It's your team. I hope I don't have to mess with Nikhil Harry. I really hope my teams aren't doing that bad to where I'd have to pick. Oh, listen, man, depth is needed everywhere. It definitely you know is. You you missed the Brian Edwards trade. That's you missed the Brian Edwards trade. No, I, you should have been. I like Brian. Brian Edwards low key has shown a nice little rapport. He's made some nice touchdown catches. I don't know how much volume he gets with it, but so far with the way Carr's been throwing, I low-key kind of like Edwards. Whenever – if you – anytime there's a quarterback that average like 40 pass attempts, you like everyone there. You know what I mean? Yep. Like with this – that it's fantasy. You know what I mean? Like you just – give me yep. the – In those situations, it's like David Carr has a buffet and all the receivers are eating. Yeah. Yeah. All right, last piece of news, and then we're going to get out of here. We don't even have to chime in on this, so after I read this out, we'll just round-robin it, tell everybody on Facebook where to find us at. So two things from the Seahawks. Uh, Number one, Pete Carroll said that Rashad Penny could play right now. Um, They're just erring on the side of caution because literally every time he plays, he gets hurt. And then um, they also placed Gerald Everett on the COVID reserve list, and, um, I mean, he hasn't really been doing anything anyways. So let's round-robin it. Fuck him. Yeah, let's give our let's give our shout outs and shout out to everyone who's watching on Facebook right now. Looks like there's a few dozen people on there right now, so shout out. Um, TD, why don't you tell everybody where to find you at? Yeah, guys, go to any social media platform and go to Fantasy Good Sports. You can find me. Uh, also, go to OnlyFans. I'm there, too, at Fantasy Good Sports. And, yeah, guys, just um, give a cutting-edge content. So just tune in and subscribe to the, my YouTube t- channel at Fantasy Good Sports. Bogey. Yeah, yeah, the earth is my turf. You can find me at the GMM Network on YouTube. Uh, man, it's, just, it's all love. Shout out to everybody. Taco, tell me where to find you at. Thanks. Y- y'all can find me at Daily Sporting on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TDS Taco on Twitter, TDS Blitz on Instagram for our football content. Um, we're getting that basketball stuff ready. Preseason getting going. Media day just happened. So we're about to see some good stuff on that end. So we're about to get lit. So wait yeah. a second. Uh, Rashad Penny, ain't, he ain't the guy right now, right? Because I got Alex Collins everywhere. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's uh, DJ Dallas. He's that pass catching dude that looked like he was in. 
I'm not messing with anybody other than Carson right there. And yep, let's smoke it up for JC Money and Design, 420 Central Time. You already know. And then Troy, thanks for your question. Uh, we're going to be doing the Start and Sit live stream a little bit later today. Uh, everyone on Facebook, make sure you hop over to YouTube and go sign up for my channel. Go subscribe, Fantasy Football Hustler. We're doing a signed Ricky Williams jersey giveaway. We're less than 100 subscribers away. And then we're going to be giving this thing out. And then I got another jersey that's going to be right in the works for right after that for 2000 So get ready. Go subscribe. Turn on those notifications. I already dropped my wide receiver start and sit video. The running back start and sit videos drop in within about an hour. And then we got start and sit live in a couple hours. And then we got the real fantasy playmakers tonight at 930 Eastern, 630 Pacific on my channel and on Bogart's channel, the GMM Network. So. A lot of content coming out. Make sure you subscribe to everybody's channels here. We're going to set you guys up for success. Yeah. All right. We're out of here. We'll see you a little later today. And for anyone who just taps in on the news, we'll see you tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Peace out. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.